Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! Hey, everybody out there. Today is Saturday, January 8th, Elvis Presley's birthday, and it's a lovely day here in Central Florida at quarter to 12 a.m. All right, so today's topic, I want to talk about how I stopped feeling depressed. Because suddenly I just stopped. I don't really know what happened. But I'm going to go over it with you guys. And then I have some other things I want to talk about. And um, and then that'll be what happens. Okay. So um, yeah, the first topic is about how I got out of my depression. And um, yeah. So yeah. Um, so you are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show to share with anyone who's interested out there. Um, it takes a so, super um, duper long time yeah. to boot it up. Um, and so I, anyways, uh, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay. A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay. I guess we'll see what happens, right? Sorry about that. I had a brain meltdown. Okay, so what happened was, you know, I've been very depressed. And, um, you know, my father died recently, and I have my birthday coming tomorrow, and I'm here all alone in Florida, and I'm kind of mad at my brothers, and oh, I could list a whole bunch of reasons for depression. And also, there's just depression that happens. And also, you know, diet, exercise, all kinds of factors lead into depression. And some people just have problems with dopamine, such as myself. And what I wanted to mention, because I'm actually not, as you can probably tell by the perkiness of my voice, I'm not depressed today. And a few days ago, it stopped. And um, what happened was, I think it stopped on like around Tuesday, actually. And what happened was I was going over my, um, I was going over my, what, how am I going to deal with depression? And I was thinking, well, what am I... What, what, what is missing in my life? What are the problems? What, how can I, what can I solve? What can't I solve? Okay. So first, what can I solve? Well, it's probably not good for me to be sitting around my house. You know, I, I have only got, you know, some natural sunlight. It's not really, it's, you know, kind of an interior home. And I thought I live here in Florida. I should be out in the world. And so as hard as it was for about four, well, I'm very antsy and edgy in my house anyway. And, you know, my foot hurts and stuff. And I decided I'm not going to let it ruin my life. I should be out in the sun. I should be enjoying Florida. And so uh, I took a little vacation to Miami on Christmas and then on, no, on um, Thanksgiving and then Fort Lauderdale on Christmas. And then on New Year's, I stayed here in Orlando and then I thought my birthday's coming I have to do something that I not be depressed and so I bought myself a ticket to Disney World okay but in the meantime you know I was getting undepressed already because I have been forcing myself here's the philosophy on it ready I have been forcing myself to go out of my house and do the things that I would do if I was going to invite somebody a friend to come along you know if I was waiting for someone to come visit me, what would I take them to see if they came here? Where would I go? What would I do? And so I decided to take myself and do those things. 
And so um, by forcing myself to go to other parts of town, other suburbs, other areas in Florida, you know, alone, even alone, you know, get a change of environment. And then there was, okay, since I mentioned being alone. So since there was a hint of this whole alone thing that was a component to the depression, I thought of some things and some things to help me. And I'm going to tell you what they are. And they are things you can hear me evolving through throughout my, okay, throughout my um, podcast. And one of those themes is being alone. And how I'm dealing with being alone is this. I'm going to always be alone. You know what I mean? Like I was alone when I was in the third grade. And I had one, basically one friend throughout all of like till high school. And then I basically, I usually am like a one friend or two friend kind of a person. I hang out by myself. And I'm always the one who's awkward and different. Always, 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 always. And, um, you know, I'm 58 years old tomorrow. And I came to the conclusion, it's so simple, really. It's so simple. No longer, okay, is it more healthy to, okay, I'm the one who's different. Boom. Is it more healthy to go around people that I feel awkward and and I'm hiding who I really am and people are taking advantage of my low self-esteem? Is it better for me to be around those people and not be alone? Or is it better to be alone and do the things I want to do in my life and have good self-esteem, okay? And I thought about that, and I thought about all the people in the world that I ever knew who were, A, afraid to be alone, and B, people who are alone. You know, there's millions and millions and millions of people that are alone, that live alone, they do things alone, they go to the grocery store alone, old ladies, old widows, old men, old widowers, Young men, young women, young people, everywhere. There are millions and millions and millions of people that are alone, that do their life alone. I'm not saying alone. I have a mom. You know, she doesn't live here with me. But I mean physically alone. I don't mean alone like emotionally alone or like mentally alone. I mean like physically I'm alone. All right. I am not around people. And, you know, it's not perfectly healthy to always be alone, but also you don't have to be intimate with every person you meet. And so I have found, and this is a very key thing, I have found that just to put myself around areas where there's lots of people, and especially where there might be people that are alone, that are around people also, um, I found it just very helpful for my spirit. You know, just to, I don't have to interact even, you know, just go to the place where the people are and just be around the people for a little while and get a change of scenery. I found it very helpful. And I don't know why. And well, maybe I did think of it at, at other points in my life, but I don't know why. Well, I know this is how God works with me. God waits until I'm kind of in a space where I don't know what I'm supposed to do. And then God gives me an idea. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean.
And which I go, gee, I wish I would have thought of that. Why didn't I think of that? And the reason is because God thought of it for me and gave me the idea. Okay? And so that's how that works. But you know what? It works. And it works really, really well. And so, um, you know, my, my main theme is that getting out of depression, it doesn't take a miracle. Okay? It does take... <sighs> Because I don't want to, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, and I don't want to tell you that every single person's depression is, you know, going to be solved this way. Some people might actually respond to pharmaceutical antidepression medicines, but I personally think that it's better to try every other possible thing first. And then if nothing works, then try pharmaceutical medicines. And I would try it like, I mean, I'm talking a course of a couple of years. So, um, like I'm heading on to like, there's like five years now, okay, three or between three and five years I've been dealing with this very serious. Okay. So anyways, and in the most recent thing, one whole year of constantly being alone. Okay. So I came to the conclusion that I would rather not just start. I, I could go to places and meet people. I can meet people right now. But would I be meeting the right people or would I be meeting people out of desperation? And if you meet people out of desperation, are they the people that you attract because you're desperate? You know what I mean? Like we kind of attract to us the energy that's coming out of us. And so, you, you know, the people around you are a reflection of what you are reflecting at the time that you meet them. And so if you meet desperate, clingy people, you might need to look at if you're desperate and clingy. And if you meet people that are aloof and selfish, you might look and see if that's how you show up in the friendship also because our friends tend to be reflections of who we are or how they will show up in the friendship the way we show up in the friendship. And then if we change and they don't change, then they're no longer appropriate. So, um, yeah, so I started going down to other parts of town and getting around people. And I have literally between... Like last week, let's say a week ago today and today, I have literally gone from being like very dark depression to being like what I would consider to be normal, okay? And I'm not saying that my normal is everybody's normal. I'm not saying do what I do. I'm saying I have taken medications for depression before and what I found out was that the medications made it worse. And then you're beholden to the medication on top of that. You know, and I've gone through years of trying to deal with, okay? So what I have found, ready? I have accepted the fact that I'm alone in my life right now. Whatever got me here, it doesn't really, well, it matters, but it doesn't matter to be stuck to the past. I don't need to dwell on the relationship between me and my brothers because whatever happened, it's over now. And nothing can be done to erase the past. The past has been already created. And, you know, it, even if, even if, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say what could happen in the future, but even if somebody of the three of us was to apologize or to make an amend or to do something, the reality is that the truth has already been shown. The truth has been revealed. And once the truth has been revealed, I don't know about everybody else. I can't go back to denial. And now that I know, 
that the people that I'm dealing with are the kind of people that this is how they're going to be. And I realize again, here I am different again. I'm the one who's different. I'm the one. You know, they're the majority. I'm the minority. And I can't expect the whole world to change for me. <coughs> and so that might mean that I have to do things alone. It might mean that I will never find friends that are, you know, in my sphere of thinking. I might never agree with people. I might always be contra, you know, whatever. I might always be rebellious. I might always be a dick. You know what I mean? I don't know. But what I do know is that if I start ruminating on, okay, oh, my dad died. Oh, my brothers don't talk to me. Oh, my mom, I miss her. It's all in the past. That's all the past. If I start focusing on what can I do now? What can I do now? My life is here. I'm alone. The, I can't go backwards. It's too late to reverse the clock. You can't take back time. What it would be the best thing for me to do to move forward. And that's what I concentrated on. And one thing is get out of my house, start seeing the beautiful sights of Florida. I mean, I've been here a whole year. I haven't done anything. You know what I mean? Start doing the things that the people that live here do. I'm Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show. And then do the things that I enjoy doing within the things that people that live here do. And eventually, sooner or later, I'll meet people that want to do the same things as me. And when I came, this was probably around last Tuesday, when I had the epiphany that suddenly I thought, well... The past is the past and I'm not going backwards. You know what I mean? I'm not taking a vaccine. All right. And in California, you know, it's only going to get worse. The va- I mean, even without, even if I erase out any of the issues between me and my family members, there still is a problem that I'm not going to take a vaccine. And in Florida, it's probably one of the only states right now that that's possible. And the other thing is that... um yeah, the truth has been revealed. And I realized today that what happened to me with my family and the vaccine issue and my father and my brothers, it's the same for millions of people across the entire world. Millions and millions. In fact, not just million, millions and millions. Millions and millions, okay? So I'm not alone. I mean, I'm alone, but I'm not the only one who is alone right now because of the same reason. And so I'm moving. I have I've put it in the past and I've decided that there's no going backwards. There's only forwards. And, you know, there might be a day when, you know, me and my brothers, we see things differently or whatever. I don't think so, because now the truth has been revealed. And unless there's a major change of heart on one of us, which will not happen, I don't see it. And even regardless of the fact that I can't live in California anyway, because I just, politically speaking, socioeconomically speaking, I'm better off doing what I'm doing. And so even for, even if it's not about emotional reasons, even if it's about just regular, you know, socioeconomic reasons, there's still no going backwards. And there's either be here alone and be, oh, I'm here all alone. Or there's be here alone and go, well, I'm here in Florida all alone. I can do whatever I want. I can be free. All right? And so it's really a change of outlook, a change of attitude. 
change of viewpoint. And then also a real, real, real understanding of reality. And the reality is I'm the one who's different. Okay, you can go back in my podcast. I think I have probably a few of them titled, I'm the one who's different. I'm always going to be different. I'm different, different, different. I'm different. And I'm going to always be controversial in that way. And no matter what I do, can I tell you this? No matter what I do, people notice me. Even if I don't, even if I'm just, you know, just in, just in the grocery store, just doing my own I am a person who people always notice and I'm not, I'm not trying to brag. I don't believe me. I am a person who people notice me. I don't know why I'd like to think it's because I'm so handsome, but I doubt that's it. I don't know what it is, but people notice me no matter what. And sometimes for good and sometimes for bad. Sometimes people notice me and they're like, Hey, Hey, you, whoa. And sometimes they're like, uh, you know, what are you looking at me for? You know what I mean? It's like, I really don't know what it is that causes people to notice me. But I definitely can tell you that people come up to me that I never had a clue that had any idea that I existed. Oh yeah, I've seen you around for years. I know all about you. Like you do? Oh yeah, you used to live here. Now you live there. And you, yeah, you go to the gym. How do you know all this about me? All right, happens to me all the time. All the time. And not just because I have a podcast because I don't really put out what time I go to the gym every day. You know what I mean? Like the people that notice me, they notice me. I don't know why. But once I come to terms with it and I understand that whatever I do in my life, it has an effect on the people that notice me for whatever reason, it causes me to realize that it's not about going backwards and going, okay, you know, I had this thing with my family and I'm feeling depressed about it, blah, blah. No, it's about what is going on now. And what is going on now is I've moved on because there isn't going backwards. You know, the world is the world is in a place right now. And I could go into another whole podcast about where the world is right now. And the people that are awake that understand it, they get it. And the people that are not, I, I can tell you, I told my mom last night again, I don't even know why I talk about it, but she said something about the vaccines. And I said, I'm never taking the vaccine. And she said something again. And I told her, you cannot trust doctor. I said, now is not. Oh, she told me some friend of hers was going to go to the hospital. I said, now is not the time to go to the hospital for any reason. And I started going into it with Dr. Fauci, who trusts him. Her face went blank. It was as if I was talking to a piece of car. She cannot hear me mass formation psychosis it's another whole podcast but anyways the point that i'm making is that when i realized that i am the one who is different and i am the one who needs to look forward and what i need to do is do what would dave what does dave fremlin want to do today not what is the thing that's gonna make my mom proud of me or what is the thing that my doctor thinks i should do or my therapist thinks I should do, or whatever. What is God and me? What does God and me want to do? And what does that feel like? And then I became free. I became totally free. I, I hope that it lasts. You know what I mean? It's been okay. So yesterday was really nice. You know, basically to Wednesday, uh, my therapist commented on it. Tuesday, I was feeling pretty good. And then so like since then, it's been getting better. And today's Saturday. Tomorrow's my birthday. I'm going to Disney World. 
You know what I mean? I'm not letting money stand in my way. I'm not letting my weird sleep and wake up. When I get up, I'm going. I'm not going to worry about what time it is. And um, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do my way. I'm going to do the things that Dave likes to do at the time of day that Dave likes to do it. This is the philosophy that I tell people all the time. I tell people this all the time. Do the thing you love to do when you love to do it and the other people will show up then. And I got to live what I talk. I'm going to always be the one who's different. I am. It's And I'm going to always be noticed. And so the thing, and I'm going to, you know, there's going to always be things that I do that I later go, God, why did I do that? You know what I mean? It's going to, that is part of life. And there will always be people that are left behind for whatever reason. You know, in this case, I have some family members. I have, I feel bad about it. But I feel bad about it in the same way that I feel bad that my father died. I mean, he died. That's just a part of life. And, you know, my my brothers, they showed me the truth about the way that our relationship actually is compared to what it was being presented as. And I, it's not acceptable to me. And either I have to decide that it's acceptable to me or I have to agree that it's not. And it's not. It's better for me to be alone and have good self-esteem than to surround myself with people that will take advantage of my low self-esteem, period. And that's my podcast for today. And I'm very happy with it. And I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a anything. But what I am is a person with experience about the things that I talk about. And I'm a person who likes to research and read about stuff. And I like to listen to podcasts from expert people that are, are smarter than me. And I like to... Um, then talk about my own personal interpretation of those things. Okay? So thank you for listening. Have a happy day. Okay, bye. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.